Greetings, reports unknown. My name is Sonny Sofrito, and today I am joined by Kevin Wood, the indie mark of Yep I Like Wrestling. And I'm also joined today by <sighs> the outgoing general manager of Yep I Like Wrestling. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you say something and it comes back to haunt you. For the record, I do not support this. Thank you. I've been trying to garner support in the room, but Sonny, are you really going to hold me to that? It was a joke. Yeah, but you should have watched what you said, man. Hey, listen, you know what? I'm holding you to it. You know? This is 2018. You can't just, like, claim it's, like, fake news or something like that. Can't we? It was a joke. Like, knock, knock, you know, chicken, road, holocaust, joke. Joke, Sonny. Those are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy, and they do not represent the thoughts or opinions of Yep, I Like Wrestling. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Kevin, something is different about you. Did you let your beard grow? Uh, A little bit. I'm going for uh, somewhere between uh, Braun Strowman and uh, McDonald's homeless guy. Oh, it looks good on you. Very dreamy. Dreamy. Hello, Sonny. How are you? Jesus. Hello, how are you? What did you do this weekend, really? Well, Kevin, it's great to see you again. Um, You do look like a furry. Yes! (laughs) Furry! That's it! Dreamy furry. Yes! And if you don't know what a furry is, those are uh, people that dress up in animal costumes and have sex with each other. Always love a furry. (laughs) And uh, as far as what I did this weekend, I saw Stevie Wonder, baby! But the question is, did he see you? Oh, right out the gate. How are you going to disrespect Stevie like that? (laughs) And the wood comes out. You see what I did there? Oh, oh, oh. the wood is strong. That's just, that's that's not, that's not, that's not right. That's not right at all, dude. How are you going to disrespect Stevie Wonder? Hey, he's great. You know, like he's uh, John Cena's favorite uh, musician. I like what you did there. I like what you did there. Yo, that shit is so fucked up, man. (laughs) Yo, uh, oh my God. Ser- serious question. You guys remember the time that George Bush waved at Stevie Wonder? Yes, I, re- <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> Yo, I can't believe you people just made me laugh out for that shit, man. <laughs> so how was the concert? Concert was amazing. So check this out. We go, to, we, we go to Atlantic City. We get these tickets. So we go, we sit down. So it's called the Stevie Wonder Song Party. So the entire time while we're there, they keep on talking about Stevie Wonder song party, but I never hear anybody mention Stevie Wonder. So I'm kind of wondering, all right, uh, is this uh, a glorified cover band or something like that? So they do this whole thing where they have all these couples stand up, asking them how long they've been together. By the time they got to 60 years, this one couple that was right by us had been married together for 61 years. Shout out to the Smiths. Wow. So when they were acknowledged as being the longest you know, married couple, DJ says to him, who was amazing, by the way. I can't remember his name, but he was amazing. He says, you're going you're gonna to meet Stevie when he comes out. Oh, okay. So I guess Stevie is here. There you go. There you go. And, you know, then I started telling Allison, I think he's going to do three songs. I don't think he's going to do that a whole long concert or something like that. He did three hours. That's great. Oh, I love it when a man can go three hours. Just love it. It's Stevie Wonder, man. You're going to disrespect Stevie Wonder like that? I was praising him. I was praising him. Jesus Christ. I don't think I can. I, I can't do this with the two of you today. Oh. <laughs> so that was this past weekend. Sonny, is there something special happening in the wrestling world next weekend? Yes, there is. There is an 
all in viewing party at Legends on Saturday, September 1st. Doors open at 6 p.m. The show starts at 7. We're showing the pay-per-view with full audio. Um, it's going to be a good time. Got a lot of people telling me already, yo, we're in. We're all in. And uh, it's going to be a good time, man. So Saturday, September 1st, all-in viewing party at Legends on 6 West 33rd Street between 5th and 6th Avenue. Um, go to our social media at YPILW for all the information. Or even check out our Eventbrite page, which is allin2018.eventbrite.com. That's uh, all you need, so you can be all in. So uh, that's what's going on this Saturday. Kevin, Dominic, are you a fan of going all in? Oh, <laughs> you know, the wood goes all Oh, in. Sonny, you said it. Sonny, are you a fan of all in? Like, you too? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm always a fan of all in. Oh! Except in cases like I was just this past weekend where I went oh all in at the casino and I lost that's a different all in yeah, different I, all in I, I lost a lot of money at the casino in Atlantic City Stevie Wonder was a was a high note um, the casino was a low note you've gambled away the podcast money haven't you Sonny yeah I did oh crap all 12 dollars all 12 of it it was 12.50 oh <laughs> big spender goodness gracious hey, there were two dollar tables oh, I hung in there for a little while though all right. Well, this is my last week, so this will be your problem coming next week, Kevin. Not what? my problem anymore. Let me just say that I do not support the removal of the greatest general manager in the history of Thank Yep, you. I Like Wrestling. Thank and you. I think, I think I have a solution for this. Do you? Sonny. Please listen up, Sonny. Sonny, Someone I think I have take a, a joke. My word. It's uh, not the best solution. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I got a text coming in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best solution because... Uh, some people with this job title might uh, might not be the best at their job, but uh, I think if we if if Yep I Like Wrestling is going to be without a general manager, What's then that? perhaps Yep I, Re- I Like Wrestling can have its first constable. Oh, oh, can I be the new constable? Yeah, actually, hey, Sonny, fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck anybody who's a constable <laughs> at their work. Well, I guess we should get right into it. So I guess we're going to get into the Monday Night Wrestling program. Yes. Speaking of which, Constable Corbin took on Finn Balor in the first match on Raw. Teddy, explain to me what is good about Constable Baron Corbin. It's like shitty corporate cane. It's like if you took corporate cane and you took a shit on it. Oh, God. Baron Corbin sucks. I typed in, hold on, uh, fun fact, I typed in Baron Corbin sucks into into my Google machine. Oh, God. And uh, here's, here's reasons why Baron Corbin sucks. That did not come up. That did not come up. <laughs> seriously, look at, seriously, people, I'm actually showing them. <laughs> oh, shit, phone. no fucking way. You on Reddit? Oh, God. His punches suck? He has a he has a shitty belly. What? The fuck what? Is that? What's that even mean? His Twitter is boring and kind of sad. He looks like a over he looks like an overgrown scene kid who never got over the mid two thousands. What the what? fuck? And these are these are the thoughts and opinions of Fat Joe sitting in his uh, not Fat Joe because Fat Joe's an actual rapper of some uh, some guy sitting in his mom's basement in freaking Sebastopol, New Jersey. These 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 things are all wrong. You know you know what's so funny that you say that 
at the end of this dude's post, he says, prove me wrong. <laughs> no fucking way. Thank you, Reddit, for nothing. Listen, Constable Corbin is doing some of the best work he's done no, on he's TV. Not. No, he's not. You're not even going to give this me that. fake news. Fake news. You are fake news. I mean, by comparison to his other work, it is actually his best work, though. <laughs> Can you at least say his match with Finn Balor this past nope. Monday was de- You're not even going to let me get it out? Sad. I can't get it out. Sad. Wrong. I, I, yeah, I don't want you to get it out, but I will say. <laughs> I see that what you did there. I, I, I will say this: that I saw some of the highlights because you know, I did spend some time, you know, wheeling and dealing and spending a lot of money. Sunny flare. Exactly. So, um, woo! I did watch the match for the highlights of it, and they weren't bad. Wasn't he delish? No, 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 no. I said the match wasn't bad, bro. But it was part of the match. Again, the match was pretty decent. Jesus, fine. Well, <laughs> look, in my opinion, he's doing some of his best work, and him and Finn together is, is, is just perfect. On a serious note, it's frustrating that Raw has uh, a number of talented heels that they don't seem to know what to do with, and yet they've given uh, a real spot, a real push, and a real spotlight to this guy who, let me just in 15 seconds before we move on, remind you all Time's that up. Baron Corbin sucks. Baron Corbin sucks. Fuck Baron Corbin. <laughs> Baron Corbin sucks. Fuck Baron Corbin. Your, your, your hatred is unnatural. And those are the thoughts and opinions of Thank you, Kevin Sonny. Wood. And they do not represent the thoughts or opinions of Yep, I Like Wrestling Slender. or the outgoing general manager, Teddy. I did, they, I, was, I was disagreeing. How did I get it? But oh, they I'm should. Saying, I'm just saying that they don't represent your words. But they should. I did a disclaimer for you, Teddy. <laughs> well, but really? they should. A backhand disclaimer. Sucks. Oh, well. Anyway, let's move on from how much Baron Corbin fucking <laughs> sucks. You know, like a backhanded copy would be me calling Kevin, you know, uh, a nice looking furry. <laughs> I suppose. Okay. I'd rather be a nice looking furry. A well furry. behaved furry. <laughs> he is a nice looking furry. He's dreamy. Actually, speaking of dreamy, where is Ruby? He won't answer any of my messages on AIM or Mihente. <laughs> Tell me where he is, Sonny. First off, Ruby has, has gone. He has left the city. What? Yes, yes. Ruby has left the city and gone back to Albany. What the hell is in Albany? Oh, His God. studies, you know, he he wants to be an educated man. Why? Oh well. I mean, why? I get. I, I I guess Albany's gain is our loss. We will miss you terribly, Ruby. Happy trails to you. Good yeah. luck and everything. Good good luck up there, man. Seriously. Are we now stuck with Tara as the only Mendoza? Oh dear. She is, yeah, I guess oh, so. Damn. But you know what's f- funny? She's still not the better Mendoza. <laughs> She's one of only Mendoza's. It's still not the better. Shout out to the Glamazon. Yeah. That is the Mendoza line. Oh! <laughs> She's the Mendoza. She's just one singular Mendoza. The, the better Mendoza are her parents. Oh, <laughs> shout out to daddy. Oh. And shout out to her mom, too. Yes, who's, Whose birthday is coming up, actually. Oh, happy birthday to mommy. Yeah. And she's supposed to be actually uh, celebrating her birthday with us at Legends for um, Hell in a Cell. Oh, Hell in a Cell, or as I call it, touching a woman. Speaking of women, Sasha Banks defeated Dana Brooke. Gentlemen? Ah, okay. Cool. Whatever. You know, good for Sasha. I was happy with the visuals of the match. 
yes, what, yes, yes. That, that's what I will say. I, I enjoyed the visuals of the match. How long is Dana Brooke going to do this Queen of Spades gimmick? Because I'm getting over it. I don't care. She's on TV. Let's leave it at that. Let me get tired of her on TV for a minute because, you know, I rarely see her. Actually, I would rather see her in, in some of the attire she's been having recently. I actually have a, a hot take about Sasha, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save it for later when we uh, talk about another wrestling show that, that's coming up around this time. Oh, dear. All right. Well, let's move on okay. to, to another ladies' match. Seth Rollins defeated Kevin Owens. That match was fucking crazy. It was. I will give you that, Sonny. I, I saw an opinion online where someone was like, why doesn't Raw have more of this? Like, Raw needs... It's a three-hour-long television show that's constantly in need of content, and you have a whole rosters full of wrestlers who wrestle. So why don't... Every, why is there not on like every episode or at least every other episode of Raw like a like a segment where they're just like we're just going to let these guys go out and have like a 40 minute match Unfortunately, Seth Rollins did three of the most boring suicide dives ever. However, what impressed me most was Kevin Owens' spinning moonsault. I just, I've never seen anyone do something like that before. Um, you talking about the right before the end of the match? Yes. I've seen other guys do it. I've never seen a dude that big yeah. Well, yeah, do yeah, it. Exactly. That, you know what? It's rare when I, I've never seen someone of his size do it. And then... People that I've seen that are very athletic, I've never seen them do it that clean. It kind of reminded me, reminded me of um, when Vader, I've seen Vader do a moonsault, but never did he add the spinning part to it. Kevin Owens actually did something interesting for once. Yeah. It only took him four years, so. No, 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 that dude has always been like that though. He, he was like that a lot on the independent circuit, but he has been limited like a lot of wrestlers on what they do in the ring on the big stage. Um, it's just it's just a what they do and and maybe that's by design too you know oh yeah it's you, definitely by design i mean that's isn't that like the whole we'll, we'll get to the the these guys later but isn't that like sort of like the crux of the whole daniel bryan and miz thing of is that miz is essentially saying like your style shortened your career it put your your life in jeopardy and all these things that you're accusing me of of being soft are allowing me to continue to have a consistent, steady career. And maybe that's what someone like Kevin Owens has to do, you know. He, uh... Well, unfortunately, it seems that he quit. He did. I'm really looking forward to see where they're going with this. Um, it, it's, it, it seems like it's leading to some type of crossroads for his character. And the fact that Seth kind of gave gave him a nod of respect before leaving means he's going in one of two directions. Either he's going to come back as a babyface or he's going to come back as a much more um, sadistic, spiteful, horrible person slash heel on his return. So it's either going to be a story of redemption or, or a story of going further down the road. And for either one of those direction they go with 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 kevin owens i'm really looking forward to it and i think like that that character can use a little bit of freshening up too yeah because yeah, they made him a bitch for the past fucking month and a half man yeah i mean i i i'm a big braun Strowman fan but i i did not 
necessarily enjoy the fact that like that spot at what was it extreme rules where he gets thrown off the is basically the Mick Foley spot and it was like a nothing spot they tried to remake that spot for years they will never catch lightning in a bottle no. the way Mick and the Undertaker did it however Kevin's quitting was for me one of the highlights of Raw I was like bye good goodbye bye see ya bye don't forget to go when you leave. Bye. Bye, bitch. Like, yeah, I've not been a fan of Kevin Owens. Did you just truly give give Kevin Owens a bye, Felicia? Yeah, it was, yeah bye. Man, bye. Keep fake going. news, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let the doorknob hit this you with a good This is his goddamn thoughts and opinions. If he doesn't pop up next week, expect him to pop up at the pay-per-view to get involved in some <laughs> some, some big, some big uh, moment. Pop-up powerbomb. <laughs> Sorry. Dad joke, everybody. The most work he's done in ages. Let's move on to someone who really knows how to wrestle. The Revival took on the B-Team. So, the Revival versus the B-Team. Um, again, I didn't catch everything about Raw, so uh, why don't you guys tell me about it? How, how good was it? Uh, I appreciate the the revival making what was it they were on commentary or something like that or on the microphone they're making yes. all these references to these past tag teams yes. Midnight Express the Brain Busters the Oli the you know whatever the tag team for the Horsemen was uh, which is sort of what, what what they are right they're like a living embodiment of like a throwback to that era they are we've made many jokes about them being the bastard children of Arn Anderson and then they went and mentioned just that so. You know what I gotta say? The Midnight Express was the team that I forgot to mention last week when we talked about our favorite tag teams. And it wasn't necessarily because of the tag teams themselves, because it was like four different iterations. And they were okay, they weren't never amazing. But I just used to love the way they, that song they used to come out to with the, the that Midnight Express theme, I think, from the movie. And I was always a fan of Jim Cornette, because I thought he was annoying as fuck. But Shout out to Corny. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Triple cheese, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, it's becoming like the new the, the new impersonation to do now. Yeah, it's, it's the best Bruce one. Pritchard is like amazing. Yeah. All of his impressions are amazing, to be quite honest. Shout out to, to uh, Bruce Pritchard and to Conrad Thompson. You've got me obsessed with it. I listen to it every morning as oh, I walk you, you, to you, every morning as I walk to the train. See, it's a really good uh, podcast. Side note: uh, If you think that, I mean, I know everybody's a big uh, Pritchard fan, and you know Bischoff's got his podcast too. You know, it's my favorite Conrad Thompson podcast. Don't it's tell the, me it's Tony Schiavone. Oh, I love the Tony Schiavone really? one. Oh my god! I gotta check it out then. I gotta it's, check it out. It's because it, you you actually put me on to you and and I think it was either you or Scott or you and Scott. It might have been me and Scott. Yeah, because I put Scott on. To to, uh, to Pritchard and the Pritchard one is a little more serious and it has its funny moments Shivani's I think like he's tried to start out in the same like format as the Pritchard show and then realized that like Shivani doesn't remember anything and then realized that he's a creepy old man oh, shit. <laughs> and the whole podcast is about Shivani being this creepy old man it's so good Five stars. Five stars in the to- Fuck Dave Meltzer. Five stars oh. in, the, in the Tokyo Dome. I agree with you on that one, though. Anytime you watch a Bruce Pritchard podcast, there's the uh, advert, advert for All In, and Tony Schiavone does it. But I cannot say Tony Schiavone without saying the way Ric Flair says it. So on my way to work, 
the ad will pop up and I'll say, Tony Schiavone! Like, <laughs> <laughs> so people, my neighbors, so my neighbors have seen me walking down the street and just blurted out that name. They're like, what is wrong with this gay guy? Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, to go back to the tag team thing, speaking of uh, my favorite tag teams, Trish Stratus was on Raw this Monday, man. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, oh. I see what you did. We don't talk like that anymore. One, one last, uh, one last uh, shout out to Conrad Thompson, Trish, uh, Chris, Trish, bah, Trish Stratus. Roll Tide, man. Roll Do, Tide. Can she still get it? Do you think? Is she still looking good, Sonny? Is she still oh, looking yeah. good? She can still get it? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell Sonny. yeah. Well, one person who didn't want it was a liar, because I quote, Trish, you look good for sixty. So that's then, just that, that's just kind of funny. I mean, that, that, <laughs> he got his on. face slapped for that, it. That's just that's just that's just funny though. But you know what? All right. And I, sorry, Elias, but that's the closest you ever get to a chick that hot, bro. Oh, <laughs> that is fake news. Poor let me Elias. let me just say that uh, Elias is like the anti Baron Corbin to me. Oh, Elias is is awesome. He's got his gimmick down. That guy, if if. Uh, unless someone fucks up and doesn't realize it, that guy is definitely one of the cornerstones of the future of that company. Thank you, Kevin Wood. Speaking of fake news, um, anyway, I giving a little backstory Elias. of this. So Elias came out, and for the first time ever, he finished a song. He played an entire song. No one interrupted. He finished it. But then he started uh, dissing Toronto, speaking badly about our friends to the north. Shout out to Canada, eh? Fuck, I, I'll allow it. And fuck then Canada. And <laughs> nah, just fuck Canada. Those are the thoughts and opinions of Kevin Wood. Stick it to him hard, Yeah, I like wrestling at all. And by the way, shout out to Canada and all my peeps up there. You and know who you are. Fuck Bret Hart. Oh, Suck God. it, stack no, guy, Greg. Don't <laughs> represent oh, the thoughts and opinions of Yep, I like Sean wrestling Mike. at all. Shawn Michaels was better. Oh, jeez. At any event. Kevin's about to get a disclaimer. I see. A, a, so, a stamp on his forehead that says disclaimed. Disclaimed. So uh, Trish came out, and she basically warned Elias, enough's enough. And he said one thing too many, and he got a five-finger satisfaction across the face. And then Trish was joined by our women's champion, the one who forced me into retirement myself, Boo. and one Natty Neidhart, who then took on... Foxy. So, yeah. What do you guys think? Are you ready? Because Trish is ready for Alexa. Oh, yeah, definitely. Are we ready to see this? Yay or nay, gentlemen? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know if Alexa was, like, the person that I would have, like, picked at, for Trish to have, like, a quote-unquote dream match with. Who would you have picked? Give me, give me, give me the wood. Oh, man. Uh... I'd have to uh, I'd have to think on this a little bit. I mean, I guess I guess maybe uh, and obviously they they probably have other plans for her. This is not necessarily a critique on it. I guess I would have wanted to see Trish and Charlotte because I sort of saw oh. Trish, uh, you know, ten fifteen years ago is essentially like being what Charlotte is now without sort of like the infrastructure of like the women's division that Charlotte has now. But in terms of like being like. The, the in my lifetime the first sort of like female figure within WWE to get over and be treated seriously i mean obviously she was like a sex symbol and all that but she yes. was also she was over um her matches weren't necessarily just like a filler on raw or on whatever pay-per-view that she was on um but i i mean i guess like that's not necessarily a critique 
I think the best part of this segment was, and I think this is how Raw could possibly be booked. They had one segment bleed into the next one where there was no stop. Because sometimes you're watching Raw, and then the match, and then it's a hard stop. They come back, totally different storyline, and then you're like, okay. But this, we had Elias do his shitty gimmick, which then bled into Trish. Trish doing her gimmick, which bled into the women's match. And then, unfortunately, the women's match ended, and the Bellas came out. So it was like, boom, boom, boom. And it was just one long continuous, but it didn't feel that long until the Bellas came out. Because it kept... <laughs> that's because it kept, you, it kept you engaged. Exactly. And I think that's how Raw should... That's how Raw should be booked. For three hours. Yeah, I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Um, it's, it's almost like a... Uh, it, it's something that I like about watching like a regular, a regular TV show where they just go from story to story to story and they all overlap and yes. it builds. I, I see that. Sonny, you're a fan of movies, aren't you? Huge fan of movies. Did you ever see the film Casino? Yes. So that film, it's supposed to look like one continuous shot, but there is an actual cut. You know, movie fans will know there is an actual cut, but the film is meant to be one long continuous shot. Oh, no, you know what? That's right. I, I, I didn't realize that. I mean, they kind of jump back and forth in time, but I, I guess, yeah, I guess I could kind of see it. Yeah. So just imagine Raw being booked like that. I think that could help us, if not going back to two bloody hours, because really there's nothing you can do in three hours that you couldn't do in two. Am I right, fellas? Am I right? Am I mean, right? if you Am if right? you plan it out right, you can actually do that where you do it in like, say, four to five different segments over the course of three hours mm-hmm. where you have them bleed into each other. See, the problem is it's, it's about pacing. And Always about pacing. Am I right, Mr. Wood? Am I right? Yes. Oh, yes. And, and one of the things that... You know, it's the the problem with a lot of movies that, uh, oh, well, the reason why a lot of movies don't work is sometimes because of the pacing that they put forth. Like, perfect example is Godfather 2. Godfather 2. Oh, shout out to the Godfather 2. When they first, when it was first released, they released it into like a, a test audience. And when they put it out there, it got really bad reviews because they cut away back and forth to the present and the past way too much the the pace which is basically the pacing of the movie then they re-edited it took out half of the amount of cut cutaways to go back and forth between the uh present and, and the past and it played better and it went on to win oscars galore yeah. so a perfect example are we doing a movie podcast or did i read the text message you sent me at five in the morning incorrectly yes so um Coming very soon. We're oh, actually. I love when it comes soon. Oh, fucking Aww. shit. Well, anyway, um, Teddy and I are actually working on putting together a movie podcast, which uh, we will reveal the details over the next couple of weeks on when it's going to come out and uh, what it's going to be about. But just to give you a heads up, it's going to be in a seasonal format. So we'll be releasing a. Uh, a season's worth of episodes. We don't know how many episodes yet, but stay tuned. And, you know, if you have any thoughts, opinions, or comments you want to send our way regarding it, please feel free to uh, hit us up on the on our social media. I'm at Sunny Sofrito, and Teddy is at the Yep GM. Yes, please, boys, slide on into those DMs. What's oh God, that? are you going? Are you going to have to uh, change your handle now that? Uh, 
Your your time as the Yep general manager is. Oh yes, is, he is. Yeah. Oh, you just had to bring that up, didn't you, Kevin? Yeah, that that just, shit is going to. It's going to basically go to somebody else. I'm hoping the Henny will kick in and he will then forget this entire conversation. Stop bringing it up, Kevin. I, you know what? My mind is like a steel trap, especially when I'm drinking. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Hennessy. So speaking of things I'd like to forget, the Bellas will be on Raw next week taking on the Riot Squad. There's nothing I'd rather see less than this. It, Hashtag retirement. It just, uh, it, it reminds me of um, a couple years ago when the CM Punk angle was getting really hot and then suddenly Triple H shows up out of nowhere and it's just like, oh, so you've been gone for all this time and now there's the hot angle and then you decide to sort of like integrate yourself into it. And, and I'm a fan of the Bellas. I like that they've sort of like brought more exposure yeah. to, to the company, but it is sort of like the, the, this, the women's revolution, they want to tell this narrative that like they're a part of it, but wasn't it sort of like uh, in spite of what they were doing? The funny thing is that you realize that they're basically a Triple H. <laughs> they are. You know what they're the, the way you put it? It's That's like, exactly what they are. Triple H, double twins, you know, same thing. <laughs> you know what they are? They, they're those two girls who graduated high school and should be in college, but they come back and hang out in the parking lot of high school. It's like, wait, why are you still here? You're the college girl hanging out in high school. Like, move on. That's what these two are. Wow, it's, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm not even gonna say anything about it. I'm leaving that shit alone. Please. So let's move on to Bobby Lashley defeating the Ascension on, in a a one-on-two handicap match. Um, So, Jesus. It's like when you're walking in your house in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and then you fall into the coffee table. That's what that was. It went from the Bellas to Bobby Lashley. It kept getting worse. It kept getting fucking worse. Hashtag the burial continues. Oh, oh my goodness. Poor Victor and Connor. Goodness. I, I have nothing to say. Uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, shout out to your sisters, I guess. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> the, the second worst angle in Raw history. It might be. It, it might be. Like, even Katie Vick was like, the oh, Jesus, Raw. that's boring. <laughs> the first one, that was terrible. Oh, well. Rest in peace, Ascension. Rest in peace. Moving on, Dean Ambrose took on Jinder Mahal with his bottom bitch in his corner, Samil Singh. How'd you gentlemen take that? Eh, it's cool. Whatever. Good for Dean. I like I like what Dean is doing. I'm unfortunately genders being you know, gender yeah um, you know <laughs> that prostituted out. But Jinder Mahal had the WWE Championship for six months, and he's a jobber now. And like all of us are just like, yeah, yeah, seems about yeah, right. yeah. What can you do? <laughs> but, but you know what? Um, something when they were doing like their little segment in the back before the match, is it me or does like Dean Ambrose's voice sound deeper? Could be the roids. <laughs> Jesus. I think. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I just felt like it was an octave deeper. I mean, I, I, I'm interested to see where Dean Ambrose can go minus the shield because I'm over the shield reunion. But I like his new gimmick. I like his new body. I'd like to see it go further. I'd also like Jinder Mahal to have a storyline, but you can't get everything. It's like if you're dating a hot guy, his dick will always be small. You can't have everything. You can't have everything, Sonny. You can't have everything. Yeah, I really don't need to know any of that. Sorry. This is called journalism, sir. Get on the train. You see what I did there? Train. Speaking of which, the AOP wasn't on Raw, so 
put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, Jesus. But speaking of trains, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman defeated Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre via DQ. Can, Don't you miss the Dairy Queen? I, I you know there's a Dairy Queen on 14th Street. Yes. When I'm standing there, what's your point, Sonny? Anyway, what is you guys' opinions on Braun Strowman's apparent heel turn? Was he a face to be a heel? All he does is push things over. Like, he's yet to put on a match for me to say heel or face. All he does is lift things and put them down, as Sonny likes to say. You don't remember that Planet Fitness commercial? Shout out to Planet Fitness, four ninety nine a month for all the staph infections you can take. <laughs> shout out... Shout out to people of Planet Fitness on Instagram. Go follow that right now. Is that a thing? Right now. Yes, it is a thing. No, seriously. The people of Planet Fitness? Yeah. Remind me to show you guys after the show. It's it's one of the all-time great Instagrams. You know what's another funny Instagram account that I like to watch? Uh, I like to check out. It's called Text From My Ex. Really? That shit is hilarious. I Oh my god. I'm 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 scarily interested in such thing, except for my ex. I hope he never texts me yeah. the fat bastard. But yes. Another one that my homegirl Michelle put put me onto that was really funny. Shout out to my homegirl Michelle. Uh my consigliere. Uh my Jewish mother. Oh my god, my Jewish mother. Yo, I, I I'm gonna follow it, that it, right it, now. It is it is the most the most stereotypical, like just stupidest shit that's written. I mean, they're like, it's basically a woman saying that she's just posting screenshots of the text conversations she has with her neurotic, tr- typical, stereotypical uh, Jewish, mo- Jewish mom. Shout out to our Jewish friends. Shalom. Yeah. Shout out, Lenny. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Isn't there always a Lenny? But, um, okay. So, refresh my drink, Sonny. There was a very large white man who had a uh, three-word gimmick. He had a three-word gimmick, and he didn't do much in the ring, but the fans would chant his gimmick. What was this person's name, Sonny? Um, feed me more? What do you know? And now we have, what is Braun Strowman's are gimmick, we, Kevin? Are we really going to do this? No, do it. We're going to do are this, we Kevin. Really We're doing this, Mr. Fuck Baron, Baron Corbin. We're Bron- doing this. Braun Strowman is if you took the DNA of Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin. No. Not racist Hulk Hogan. Oh. 1996 Big Show slash Giant. And uh, Brock Lesnar, and you and you put it into one. That's a lot of semen. That is a lot of semen. That hey, is a lot of semen. Some, come on. I, I really don't need to know any of this shit. I didn't say it. Kevin said it. I'm just saying that it's it's frustrating that it it feels like like Braun Strowman was really like hitting his stride, and he's sort of in Roman Reigns' shadow, and maybe the attempt to turn him heel. I mean, we have to see where this is going to go. But uh, I hope that this is not just a, a thing to only in service of Roman Reigns. Oh, my God. Did you say servicing Roman Reigns? Oh, That's my favorite Instagram account, Sonny. It's called servicing Roman Reigns. Yes. But um, in any event, I got a very Rybacky feel when uh, Braun was standing there saying, get these hands, get these hands. It's a ripoff of feed me more. So basically, 
Bronze on nothing since he's been here. Survey says. That's fake news. You know what? We're not doing this today, Kevin. You're not <laughs> doing this. Fake ass, fake As news. much as I've complimented Wood, you're going to treat me like this on my last day on this podcast? How? Uh, uh, the, he is my favorite general manager of all time. How Thank can you. we be you're so welcome. ideologically divided? It, you know what? We're ebony and ivory. We make the perfect piano. Oh. <laughs> the views and opinions of Sonny are the only ones that count because he edits everything out that he doesn't like. And fuck Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, fuck Baron Corbin. Fine. No, seriously, Fine. fuck Baron Corbin. I will and say again, something. Again, those are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy. I mean, of, not Teddy, of Kevin. <laughs> See, he can't even tell us apart. And they should be yours, too. Fine. I will never say this again, but enough with Raw. Let's go to SmackDown, shall we? Yeah, let's do SmackDown. So, um, I wasn't sure if uh, SmackDown became SNL. Because Shout out to Saturday Night Live. You know, they have the Five Timers Club. And uh, now they're bringing out the Five Timers Club for the WWE World Tag Team Champions. I know this is an audio podcast, but for those of you who couldn't see us, we all just swiveled our hips. It was very entertaining. Yeah. We really did. Yeah. Um, no, like, we really did. We did. We did. That's how in sync we are. I can't believe I'm being fired from this show. It's my best thing in my life. Anyway. You're not being fired. You're if, resigning. It feels like it, I'm being forced out. I'm being reverse raped, if you will. Yes, that's, what, that's what's happening here, Sonny. But yeah. I'm not bitter. Tomato, tomato. I know. Anywho, Booker T was here. Booker. King Booker, the five-time uh, champion, was yeah. I was about to say specifically, King. Yes. Booker. The only thing he was missing was the Queen Charmel, who I missed yeah, terribly. I Shout out to Charmel. She was one of my favorite divas back in the day. Yeah, roll tide, man. Shit. I know she was hot. Funny story. <laughs> real life shoot fight. Booker T and Batista got into a fight yeah. at a photo shoot, and let me tell you how much of a down, uh, you know, ride or die chick Charmel is. She jumped in and started swinging at Batista too. No, I didn't. That, I didn't hear that part of it. Yeah, she, no did, she did. They were fighting, and she she threw a couple swings. That's what you call a girl yeah, who's down. She's like, "Oh, you, my man's fighting. Right We're doing this." Yeah, so yeah, okay. true story. That, that is a true. You know what? That's true love, man. That's, that's black. <laughs> that's black girl love for that you. Black some, girl love. That is some that's goals. Hood, that's hood love. That's I love it. Love. That's that love. is some goals, that's man. Right. Hey, also, how big is Batista's dick? Very. Big. How big? Yo, wait. Why the fuck are you bringing this shit up? <laughs> because unlike Mr. KD Swagger, Kevin actually listens to the product. He heard it from last week. Remember I told you the urinal story about Batista? Yeah, so, I heard it, but I blacked it out. No, it's here. I'm sorry, man. I'm getting ready for, you know, I'm the yes. indie mark of the fucking show. Let's just and say, you don't need to know every fucking detail? Yes. It was, How yeah. big? It, it, anyway. was, it was it was decent. Unlike his movie career, his dick whoa, was decent. Whoa, whoa, actually, I Gal- mean... Guardians of I, what? I don't know. Uh, Guardians of the... Made a billion yeah. dollars. Billions. And he was a, he was a Bond villain. Oh, yeah. He was right. a fucking Bond... He was in Blade Runner? Sheesh. Oh, wow. Man. That's it? Shout yeah. out to the Marine Five. You know, what, you know what was funny? I actually watched that movie, Bushwick, that he was in. Wow. Good? Yeah. Sunny. It was on TV. I saw it. It wasn't... Ooh. It was, uh, I can't say it was bad. I can't say it was good. It was, it was a movie. 
It was a movie. Yeah, it was a movie. That was filmed. It was filmed. And yeah. shown. Yeah. It yeah. was a movie. I wouldn't watch it again. It happened. Yeah, it happened. Yes. It was, I don't regret it, but I won't do oh, it again. Shout out to every sexual experience I've had. Thank you for <laughs> describing that, Sonny. <laughs> Moving on to sexual experiences, The Bar defeated Gallows, I Anderson. I connection. <laughs> I may or may not have slept with one of the clones, who, by the way, still work on SmackDown. Who knew? Yeah, even they were like, what? What? Oh, we're here? They did have the confused Puerto Rican look on their face, the one Sonny always gives us. That what the one. fuck, yes. yes. <laughs> Shout out to Carlito, my favorite Reviews clone. Views and, opi- and thoughts and opinions you and whatever else expressed by day. Teddy. You, you guys know. Okay, quick question. Uh, when I, was the last I, time I, you two <laughs> saw the clones? I'll wait. I, I think at the bodega on uh, yeah. Oh, shout out to the Heights. <laughs> so yeah, the bar defeated Gallows, Anderson, and the Colognes. Um, cool. I think one of these teams are on the way out. Um, I think you're probably right because I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with them. There's there's a lot. There's too much talent that that's not being that nothing that no one's doing anything with, and it's a shame that it's probably gonna be the Colognes because. You know, they're great in ring, but they, you know, as as characters, they haven't really done a lot. Yeah. And and it's like, I want to have my fellow Latinos to root for in the ring, but it's, they, you know, you just there isn't enough that, that that's either, either that they're doing or that's being done for that particular talent. You know, I mean, I look at, what Impact is doing with some of the talent they have, like they have LAX, you know, uh, Santana Ortiz. Yo, I, every time I see those dudes at an indie show, because they do a lot, they do the indie circuit, always show them dudes love. Um, there's also Frankie Flo. There's also the dudes we had on the Dominican Takeover, talking about Aramis La Paz and uh, Dominican Diablo. There's also Merengue Warrior. There's a whole lot of Latinos that are doing it on the indie scene as well. A lot of black brothers and sisters are doing it on the indie scene that aren't getting the type of love on the main stage for whatever, well, for whatever reason and for some of the obvious reasons it happens. But you know what? That's why indie wrestling needs to be supported as well. Yeah, no, I I agree. And uh, again, it uh, we'll talk about it more with with, with All In. But there, there is, when I see something like this, when I see a, a SmackDown product where they can't even uh, be able to put all their talent on the show every week. It makes me think, like, uh, what is better for some of these guys' careers? To sit in WWE and be, like, perpetually, like, misused? Or to go somewhere else and, you know, learn new hold and, and kind of, like, figure out a different vision for who they are as, like, wrestlers and performers? Well, first and foremost, funny you shared, said Aramis... Please bring him back here, Sonny. He was a delight. Secondly, let me ask you boys a question. Which is worse, being a part of the best show and rarely being used, or being used on a shitty show? Because it's it's a double-edged sword. Technically, they're in WWE, which, let's face, can we say is the holy grail of wrestling? Can we agree to that? Yes or nay? Yay or nay? Yeah, um, no, yeah. Okay, so they're on WWE. They're getting a WWE paycheck. So technically, they've made it. But which would you rather them on an indie show where they would be making considerably less money? Well, it, it also depends. But I mean, at the end of the day, you have to look at some of this talent and say, do you want to be a small fish in a giant pond or a big fish in a small pond? And depending on where your career is at, 
I, I think that's where the answer lies. But there is a part of me sometimes that, that wonders, um, you know, maybe it would be good for some of these guys for at least a little while to, to be a, the biggest fish in a small pond. Look at, uh, I mean, everybody talks about Cody Rhodes, and it's true, but also look oh, at Drew McIntyre. Oh, Cody Rhodes. Oh, can I? Drew Thank McIntyre. You. This guy. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Sure. Drew McIntyre got cut from WWE. Essentially, they said to him, we don't see anything in you. Left, wrestled in TNA and Impact and wrestled everywhere and came back and now is just like this like can't miss future star. But the reason because of that, though, is it has a lot to do with the fact that he was not fully developed. I mean, when he left to go that circuit of doing what he had to do, it basically was a thing where he came back looking more more he came back looking better yes. came back oh god he came back with a better uh character a, a better way to work um his entering was amazingly better as well so i mean it was almost like he needed to he he was someone that really benefited by leaving yeah. but there's you know there's some talent that like let's look at say a um let's think of somebody who's released that we that could have stayed a perfect example is cody yes cody left and he made his own he made his own mark it's not something that's going to happen for everyone but he's someone that left and made his own mark and he doesn't need to be anywhere um chris jericho when he was in wwe was still doing great work but it's almost like him going to Japan and doing the stuff that he's doing now has added another level to what he what he can yes. do. So it's it's almost as if leaving, depending on where you're at in your career, is the best thing because it's like you kind of become self reliant and you don't have to worry about you know just being in the bubble. Because a lot of these people that have that have been failing at WWE have been people that have been in the bubble never did anything else True. and then they leave and it's like alright well and sometimes you don't even hear from them anymore you know what Sonny you could be right taking it a little further back um, Mick Foley was in the WWE for a very short period he was cut he went to WCW he went to ECW he did the it wasn't the indie scene we called it the territory days and then he came back to become mankind and a multi-time champion uh, Steve Austin as well. Steve Austin was in WCW, which at the time was the big fish because they were beating WWE in the ratings. Eric Bischoff cut him by fax, no less, which is kind of how Sonny's firing me. Anyway, um, he went to ECW, which would be the indie scene of the 90s, honed his craft, honed his verbal skills, and then he came back to give us Austin 316, probably the biggest gimmick outside of the non-racist Hulk Hogan. So yeah, so something to what you said, Sonny, is right. Sometimes leaving is the best thing for you. Are you saying I'm going to get my own podcast? Because that's what I felt just now when I, I said mean, that out loud. I mean, listen, we're going to do we're gonna do our uh, movie podcast, but as far as you being the general manager that's just done so perhaps when i leave i will then become a big fish in a big pond with a bunch of other fish swarming around me you yeah. see what i did there that's called that's, called the, that's called the uh Hudson. yes it's called a gangbang but yes oh jesus yes that's what i was trying to get at yeah but um speaking of gangbang billy k took on naomi 
See what I did there? See what I did there? I think uh, we don't need to go too far into it, but I think the Iconics is like a perfect example of people who are talented, but they've essentially spent their entire career in WWE, and I'm curious who they would be as performers and wrestlers if they did get a perspective of working somewhere else. They could do that vague lesbian gimmick that they're doing now, perhaps elsewhere. I don't know. What do you think, Sonny? I'll allow it. Oh. <laughs> well, Naomi was defeated, and she was defeated by the other iconic last week, so this is not a good time for Naomi. She's losing to the, the dollar store version of the Bellas. I don't like where this is going. Plus, she got mushed by Charlotte. Oh, gosh. She's, and she got jumped, too. It's like, oh, this is not good for Naomi. Not good at all. Not good for Mrs. Uso. Oh, God. So a funny thing, I'm watching SmackDown. We're eating, uh, me and my boyfriend and I were eating dinner, and he looks at Naomi, who does her Feel the Glow dance, and then the Iconics come out holding hands, and he says, damn, these women ain't built like Moolah anymore, are they? So yeah, no, they're not built like Moolah anymore. So shout out to Moolah's one-piece bathing suit. <laughs> who, who is that again? Oh, the fabulous Moolah. <laughs> shout out to her. Yeah, so if you think about women back in the day, and think about women today, it's a bit different. So, yeah. But, um, moving on. Tranquilo! <laughs> Selena Vega with her ugly headdress. Yo, so, um, yo, what do you think that headdress is? Uh, handlebars? I don't know, Sonny. Oh, I don't damn, know. Son, really? I don't know what she lets Andrade do. I'd like to know, but I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Selena Vega sends her your uh, hat. Oh, God, Selena. Speaking of which... They confronted Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. So not only did the Bella show up on Raw, then the retired Brie Bella showed up on SmackDown. So is she doing double duty? Really, for a retired woman, she's the hardest working person in wrestling right now. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. I mean, she's doing more shit now than she did back when she was a active competitor. <laughs> so yeah. And a mother too. Let's not, let's not forget about that fact also. So if Daniel Bryan's here, and Brie Bella's here. Who's watching Birdie? Titi Nikki. Oh, shout out to aunties everywhere. I don't know. It was good to watch Zelina Vega and Maurice basically jump Brie Bella. That was interesting. That was fun to watch. Maurice, shout out, she's lost all her baby weight. Oddly, Brie Bella gained 50 more. I don't know how that works. But anyway, for, for a vegan, I don't know how that works. Those are the thoughts and opinions that said here, and they do oh. never present the thoughts or opinions of Yepala Gersling. this is journalism. But in any event, it is giving a bit of energy to the Andrade Zelina camp that Rusev and Lana were just not doing. So as much as I hate to praise Daniel and Bree, it is working. Uh, and uh, yeah, I really don't have much, much else to say about this. It's kind of a, just a holding pattern. Uh, Sienna Almas is cool, Daniel Bryan, you know, they're, they're keeping this Miz angle going. I don't know, I don't really have much to say about it. Okay, so quick, Kevin. Fuck, Mary kill. Zelina Vega, Lana, and Maurice. Do it! Oh, man. I'll just, uh, I'll just fuck them all. Oh! <laughs> no, 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 no. How about this? Uh, I don't the answer, really, Sonny. <laughs> I don't really, uh, I don't really, I mean, Zelina's cool, but uh, I don't really know her that well, so kill her. Sorry. Racism. And, uh. You gotta kill the Puerto Rican. I mean, racism. Actually, no, I would kill Lana. I'm not that into. Why you gotta kill the other Lana? <laughs> <laughs> I would kill Lana. Shout out to the Soviets. 
I would uh, I would uh, kill Lana. I would fuck Maurice because she has a child, and I don't want to deal with that baby mama drama and stuff. Oh God, and, this is uh, so bad, Sonny. I, I guess I would marry Zelina. I just went from killing her to marrying her, <laughs> man. I'm fucking same thing. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. Now, Me now and Sonny I, have exes. Same thing. Now I will be known as the. Uh, Shout out o- to ex-wives everywhere. <laughs> Shout out to O.J. Simpson. Oh no! Give it to him, Sonny. <laughs> Don't let him get away. Those are the thoughts and opinions of Kevin Wood, and they do not represent the thoughts or opinions of Yep. I like wrestling at all. God, do we actually? Is that? Do we actually have O.J. Simpson here? Oh, God. I thought I felt a chill go up my spine. Hey, guys. How, how, you, how you doing today? <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. Speaking of men who send chills up my spine, Samoa Jail gave yet another creepy, scary promo against AJ Styles' wife, Wendy. Samoa Joe's a scary dude. Okay. Um, it, that's a scary dude. Like, if I met him in a dark alley, yeah, I'd be scared. I uh, I'm digging this uh, I'm digging this Samoa Joe AJ feud. I, I heard somebody bring up this point that with uh, with Nakamura and AJ, it felt like they tried to go as light as possible on story, and maybe that's why it sort of didn't work between them. Uh, I find the whole like I like your wife thing a little a little weird. Like, what's the deal? Is Samoa Joe gonna get on a plane, travel all the way to Georgia, take an Uber, yeah. go to AJ's <laughs> house, and then just sort of like wait outside? I mean, he might as well. He has a phone number, which was like, wait, how did he have Wendy's number? Also, also like, why would you do that for AJ's wife, man? Like, you gotta. <laughs> sorry, I mean, AJ Styles is cool and all, but uh, you you guys saw SummerSlam. They, there's no one on that roster that has like a hotter wife. Oh my goodness, no love for Wendy Styles. All I want is a backstage segment with some old Joe in front of a house going, My Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he could. You know what? I could just see Samoa Joe holding a boombox over his head at Wendy's house. Just, you know, doing that whole thing. Uh, yeah, Samoa Joe's a big dude. I, I see Samoa Joe holding another dude holding a boombox <laughs> over his head. And then Goodness. throwing that dude through the fucking front door. I mean, what he's doing essentially is there's nothing more disrespectful and creepy. Like when you are with your lady and another man is pushing up on her in front of you, there is no nothing more disrespectful. But that happens. Some guys are like, I don't give a fuck. That's your man, I'm mine. Like they will still holler at your girl for better you know, for no words. The yeah. the perfect way for this angle to get paid off is if they do a two thousand eighteen version of Steve Austin and Brian Pillman. They have Samoa Joe go to AJ's house. Oh. And they're just saying, oh my God, he's going there. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to... I see that. My only thing is that everybody knows they got like a million and one kids. So it just makes it for a very awkward viewing scene. But um, I I I could see it actually... How about this one? Uh, AJ Styles and Wendy drive up to Small Joe's house like, oh, yo, you wanna? You wanna? Yo, how about now? How about this? And they both beat the shit out of him with bats. Oh, <laughs> man. Or, unless, you know, they're having problems and he just says, yo, Thomas, here, take her. <laughs> I, personally, I think they're gonna go, uh, you know, 1998 route where there will be a turn and Wendy will turn on AJ and side with Samoa and then he will win the championship because she low blows AJ or she does something during the match 
and you know Samoa wins that's why I think they're going with this but they have tried to remake that Austin Pillman thing a million and seven times with a wrestler going to another wrestler's house shout out to reverse domestic violence oh hey, yes if, if Joe really wants to uh, piss off AJ all he has to do is tell him he's pro gay marriage Oh, here we go. I didn't mean to go there. The people of GLAD. Yes, please contact Kevin uh, Wood. Do not contact me anymore. If I were you at home, I definitely would not uh, Google AJ Styles' thoughts on uh, homosexuality. Meanwhile, he keeps that haircut. In any event, the last match of the night, the Queen took on... The court gesture. Yes, Charlotte Flair took on Carmella. <laughs> can, can we all can we all just uh, give one hip hip hooray for Carmella not being women's champion anymore? Yes, hallelujah. Hip uh, hip. One, two, three. Hip hip, hip, hip hooray. hooray. Fuck that. Mella is money. <laughs> oh, fake God, news. please. You are fake news. At most. She is a Metro card. At most, <laughs> Sonny. At most. <laughs> not I'm, money. I'm giving Teddy money. a hug right now. That At was, the very most, a Metro card <laughs> with one transfer left on it, Sonny. That's all I can give you. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> could, could, could that be the next fucking Yep, I Like Wrestling shirt? Bella <laughs> is a Metro card. <laughs> Book it, Sonny. Get on it. Get on it, Roger. Get on it, Sonny. Book that. It's possible. <laughs> Sonny is a branding machine. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I just have one thing I want to bring up about that last match, that last segment, especially when Becky came out. Becky's sneaker game is pretty dope, yo. What the fuck? Yo, them black sneakers with, like, the wings on it. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they were, but I was like, all right, baby got style. All right. It's just, it's just on fleek, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, Irish people and their good sneaker game. I mean, what got me is <laughs> he, he, he tried, Sonny. He tried. Let him have it. I know, man. He sometimes just strike right. out, man. Yeah, shit. Shit. Strike out? You hit yourself in the head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but he looks good with his beard, Sonny. Let him have it. What got me is uh, the crowd fucking cheering Becky, who is a heel. The crowd was firmly behind her. You see what I did well, there? That, firmly that behind. The, uh, oh, man. I wish I was. Um, well, you, goodness. There was, no, there was no flags at half mass. And, and, Shout out uh, to John McCain. Yeah, and her boyfriend's some like MMA fighter guy so I'm gonna die guys <laughs> but no but this is this has uh, been been a topic online this week is that you have Raw where Braun Strowman has essentially been along with maybe like Seth Rollins like the most cheered babyface, and then you have Smackdown that's telling everyone Becky Lynch is the heel. Becky Lynch is the heel. And the crowd is like, yeah, we fucking love Becky Lynch. Woo. They do. They do. Last week on on SmackDown, Becky Lynch is like, the crowd doesn't support me. It's just like, what? Like, you you got the the loudest cheer at SummerSlam. Becky Balboa. Becky Balboa. Um, uh, Okay, one thing. What is with our truth and Carmella backstage segment? It what, he just has dementia. He's just that. Oh, what is he doing? You know, talking with Carmella. This is the second week he's been doing talking to like he's old. He's so old. God, he's so old. He doesn't have crabs. He has oh. termites. He's old. Like what is he doing? I don't get it. You know why he's there, right? He's looking for his Metro card, man. Oh, Shit. There you go. <laughs> Mella is Metro card, Sonny. Book it. Well, that's the end of SmackDown. So let's uh, actually talk a little bit about All In. Um, once again, 
We are doing a viewing party for All In at Legends Bar on Saturday, September 1st. This was a last-minute event we decided to do. And um, the demand is there. I gotta, I'm actually getting reservations booked as we speak. My phone is vibrating on the... Don't get excited, Teddy. Chill. So, um, yeah, if you want to come through, make sure you uh, let us know. And uh, we'll take care of you from there. So, talking about All In, for those of you that don't know what it is... It is a huge independent wrestling show that's being put together by Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Oh, I thought All In was something totally different. Yeah, Sorry, you would. Sunday. I know. Yeah, wow. so um, it's, it's taking place in Chicago, and uh, it's something that people are kind of thinking, all right, is this going to actually morph into a big event that's going to really compete with like WWE? You know, or or at least give everybody an, a really solid alternative. There's a lot of people excited. I actually know a, a bunch of people that are actually flying out there. Sonny, they sold out in like 22 minutes. Yeah, the last and time get, I did something good in 22 minutes. Oh, shout out to Anonymous. Like, and yeah, nothing happens that quickly. So yeah, they're yeah, bringing heat. You know, you know what? Guess who's uh, flying out to uh, Chicago? Are you flying me out to Chicago, Sonny? This is so sweet of you for my last. Th- Oh, it's this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You fell you're, into that one, didn't I? Yeah, you definitely did. Um, so you're not flying out to Chicago, but Kevin is, and actually Peter is as well. Peter oh. bought a last minute ticket. So shout out to Peter. So uh, yeah, so you'll be out there. Peter will be out there, and there's a whole lot of other people that I know that are going to be out there. To will Tara be there also? No, she's in Idaho. See what I did there. Think about it. Oh, God. Yeah. He just... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Tara. I'm sorry. For what she said on the page under my video. There you go. Yeah. Hey, how, are you, how are you getting to Chicago, sir? I'm sorry, Tara. I'm sorry. I'm you know what? That shit was really fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> For making me wait online at Locksmith. Screw it. Anyway. You waited online? I know. Like a common peasant at Washington Heights. They had me up in the Heights at night. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen. Did, did they search you to get in? They did. You know they don't search, right? You know, there's a good chance I wasn't even at Locksmith, now that I think about it. <laughs> wow. Now that explains everything. Possible. That's hmm. called the Baron Corbin. Oh, you oh see what, shit. I'm not doing this with him, so this is my last day. He, he cannot be allowed to make fun of Baron Corbin in my presence. Anywho, so you're going to All In. Yes, you're I... You're a fan of All In. I'm a fan of things that are all the way... I like what you do here. In. No, oh, God. I, who are going to be some of the people that are... Um, Worth a, the price of admission, as well, JR used to say. So pretty much the price of admission is just the Bullet Club guys. The Bucks, uh, Marty Scroll, Cody, Kenny Omega. Uh, those guys have really been on a run here the last couple of years. And if you haven't gotten to see them live especially, uh, you should make sure to, to, to see them at some kind of event. Because uh, they're, they're the most entertaining thing going on in wrestling right now. You know who I'm surprised that we're also going to be seeing there is uh, Stephen Amell from uh, Arrow taking on uh, Christopher Daniels. And we're also going to have, uh, have Ray Mysterio Jr. with Phoenix and Bandido taking on the Young Bucks and Cody Ibushi. So, I mean... Sonny, do you know who I'm happy to see it all in? 
Jay Lethal. For those of you who don't know who that is, Google Jay Lethal and Ric Flair for the best soundbite in wrestling history. Mirror, mirror <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do me, only I can do me. <laughs> and the, the greatest woo-off ever. Ever. Woo! Woo! That, that's woo. my line. That's my line. Don't do me. Don't. Yes. Just do yourself a favor and listen to that. Song. You know what? As a matter of fact, you go to our YouTube page, and by the time you hear this, the that particular clip will be saved on YouTube to our YouTube uh, playlist. Yep, this is stuff that we like. Yeah, Black Machismo, Jay Lethal, wrestling the title on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> You know what's crazy? Goodness, that was the best Carmella impression I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss you, Carmella Kevin. is mental the, cord. The, yeah. the funny thing is, is that, yo, that's a great Randy Savage. But you also have the beard of Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> so giving me, put me on your shoulder. I'll play Liz. Come on, this is it. Oh, shit. Whoa. But no, but here's a, here's a legitimate question, guys. This show is going to be great and, you know, will be like sort of a landmark thing but what do you guys think the long-term effects of this show is going to be what do you think like the do you think this will be the start of you know like a like a even like a bigger rise in indie wrestling maybe even like a a potential challenge to wwe what what do you guys think it will will be sort of the legacy of this show it's in my opinion it's like a first date we all, we all date online now. Well, actually, we're all in relationships, so we do. But for all you losers listening to this, you date online now. Shout out to Grindr and Tinder. So you meet someone online. They sound great. They hype themselves up. Then you go on the date, and the date is good. But it's all about when you take them home. So that's what this is. Yes, they sold out in 22 minutes, so there is buzz. But it's all about what they do. Because they could easily crap the bed, and then it won't be worth it. So it's all about content. It's like, you give me a great date, but it's all about how big your dick is. So that's, yeah. What do you think, Sonny? Whoa. All right, so my personal opinion, which is very different from Teddy's, as far as the very tail end of his. I hope so. Um, Shout out to racism. Racism. The first thing that pops up in my head is the word groundwork. When I look at all these other challengers for the throne that have gone up against WWE, no one has ever had a solid live event promotion to, to, their, to their company. Um, WCW, they used to have to give away their tickets. Impact, give away their tickets. Um, there's no other real competition that, that ever had a strong live event being done and that could then lead into solid TV. It was always the cart before the horse, really. Because, see, this is the reason why I never thought WWE was, in, was ever in danger of failing when they went against WCW, which a lot of people overlook. No matter what, WWE, WWF at the time, always had the solid shows town to town. It's almost like trying to go up against a big company that still has a, uh, that still had mom and pop basics of the business going on. These guys are all young. Provided they all stay on the same page, they do what they're doing the right way, they lay the groundwork for solid shows, they get the TV coverage, they're solid because then all, that, all they have to do is morph into 
changing into a regular TV booking for something like that. And the thing is that Cody grew up in this business. The illest thing that he put out in the tweet recently was about when he was looking up the stuff for Starcade, he didn't realize that Starcade, I think, fell on his birthday. And he's doing Starcast. I mean, I'm, I might be quoting this wrong because it's off the top of my head, but he tweeted something out about that was kind of like serendipitous about what he's doing now. He's creating his own his own path in the kind of like in the footsteps of his dad. Yeah. You know, so I, I really think that, you know, the show sold out. It just has to do really good numbers pay-per-view wise. If it does good numbers pay-per-view wise, it is a building block that could lead into five years from now, them having a viable product that could really challenge WWE. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe even like seven years to eight years. But again, I think if they're able to get there in seven to eight years, they'll be way better than WCW ever was. Yeah. And and they're they're kind of doing what I think everyone always thought TNA or Impact would eventually do, and they kind of never did, which is well because they focus so solely on the TV revenue. That's why that's it was a TV show that happens to be about wrestling, where this is a wrestling show that's trying to get into becoming a TV show. That's the difference between all of them and what what you know all in is trying to is trying to go i just hope they change the name because I, I don't think all in will last as a promotion name i think yeah. the, i mean i hope it just stays as the name of this show and not the name of their promotion that whatever they decide to do or you know whatever you know whatever happens because i mean they're in bed with ring of honor and new japan but who knows if they're going to decide to do their own thing i would faithfully watch a promotion called all in i'd be there every single night sonny oh, every single night to watch it yeah we know you would want to be getting all in every Absolutely. night. Absolutely. Uh, the, 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 the last he wants to watch all in while he's getting all in. Oh, oh I see what you did there, Sonny. Mela is Metro Card. <laughs> uh, Fuck no, Baron Corbin. I don't like, know why I said that. Yeah. Um, no. The thoughts and opinions of both Teddy and Kevin are theirs. Are and right. Are theirs, and they do not represent Yep, I Like Wrestling at all. Whatever it is, win, lose, or draw, success or failure, Saturday night's going to be a moment uh, in time for wrestling as a whole, for us as wrestling fans, for these performers. And I'm just excited that, like, we're all going to get to kind of live it. You know, in this WWE-centric world, I don't know how many, like, true moments that, that, that we've gotten in the last 17, 18 years since WCW died. Nope. And I'm really excited about it. Not many. And on that note, I don't think there's a better way to close this show. So, for apparently the last time, Sonny, take us home. Thank you, outgoing general manager. So, uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, please follow us on all social media at YPIOW. And please listen to us on all podcast platforms. Just search, yep, I like wrestling, and you'll find us right away. Also remember that this Saturday, September 1st, is our all-in viewing party at Legends. Doors open at 6 p.m. Show starts at 7, so get there early, and uh, we're going to have a good time. So on behalf of everybody, my name is Sonny Sofrito. I am Kevin Wood. And I am the outgoing general manager. Help me. Fuck Baron Corbin. Yeah, that too, but most of all, help me. Yeah, okay, well... 
Thanks a lot for listening. Peace out. <laughs> you have one week left. Find your replacement. And don't think I didn't notice what you did in your video mm-hmm. with your little help me on your hands. I don't recall what you're talking about. Yeah, listen, you know what? No one's going to help you. No one's coming to your rescue. None of that's going to happen. You're no longer the general manager after next week. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll we'll cross that ugly bridge when we get to it, guys. That oh. burned bridge. <laughs> yo, that burned bridge. Yeah, that's just actually kind of funny. I um, I can't believe that you guys are laughing at the worst <laughs> joke I've ever told. Dude, I'm the one that freaking lost my shit after Tara's whi- uh, whipped cream is tortured milk <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, honestly, I still crack up when I think of tortured milk. <laughs> and plug that motherfucker back in. Shit. The fucking guy gets a bit. He thinks from up, uptown and shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> it just made me think of uh, Airplane. Do you speak jive? <laughs> I love that movie. Chump don't get the help. Chump don't get the help. <laughs> I really want to go on like an aside about airplane, but we're not we're not talking about airplane, especially because this isn't even gonna make the podcast. First of all, we're doing a movie podcast at some point this yeah. year. You've got to come back. I, I, oh, yeah, uh, oh my god! Yeah, Sunny texted me. It was like five in the morning, and it basically said like, "Wake up, bitch! We're doing a movie <laughs> podcast." And I think I said yes because that's just my normal answer when you're being abused. Like yes, so I can go back to sleep. But yeah, we're doing a movie podcast, so come back for that. Hey, yo, guess what our first movie's going to be? What's, movie What's love got to do with it? <laughs> Shout out I was about to say Angela Bassett and Roman Reigns. Just shout out to them both. <laughs> I mean, watching a three epi- three hour episode of Raw is like taking it raw, but like unwanted. Oh, no, no such thing. No such thing. No such thing. Well, in jail it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Tomato, tomato, jail, spa. It doesn't matter. Same who, thing. Who? Same difference. How much of our podcast money did you lose, Sonny? Oh, shit. Tens of dollars, from what I've heard. And a whole lot more of my own money. Oh. Yeah. Shout out to poverty. So, as it is, just just let you guys know, we're doing this podcast out of McDonald's right now. <laughs> that explains it. We're actually in the McDonald's bathroom. Yes. There's a weird guy who says his name's Joe here. He's just kind of standing there. That explains the glory hole. Okay. Oh, Yo, <laughs> Shout out to stalls everywhere. I've done some of my best work in stalls. <laughs> the vacuum agrees. <laughs> that was that was too that was too dead on, Sonny. In the bathroom. Goodness. Okay, would you at least admit? <laughs> it's like right on time. That shit was right on time. Baron Corbin goes to bed every night. And before he goes to bed, he pray, he gets on his knees. He pray like Teddy, and he prays. He, he puts his hands together and he prays to God. And he says, "God, why do I suck?" But seriously, fuck Baron Corbin. Like seriously, Sonny, I know you're gonna be cutting this out here in a day or two. Oh, let it out. Barry Corbin, man. So you're not even going to admit he's doing some of his no. best work? No. You can't even say that. You can't even give me that. No. 
because he's not. He sucks. He's uninteresting. He doesn't have Wrong. a good look. Wrong. I, I I remember thinking how how bad can you be to have a fucking uh, a bald head and a how do I say this? Weird, a like, skullet. He had the weird like skullet thing, and I'm just like, oh my god, it can't get any worse than this. Well, he got better. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs>